Bengals quarterback coach Dan Pitcher joins us in the trenches. Brought to you by First Star Logistics, as always, in the outstanding studios. And he has a lot of good things to say about the quarterback position. Everybody knows Joe Burrow is a star. Everybody knows Joe Burrow is battling a calf injury right now. And I think they're going to be uh, very, very careful about making sure that Joe Burrow's calf injury is completely healed before he goes back out on that uh, on that practice field. But Joe was performing at a very, very high level. And Dan Pitcher is a big, big reason uh, that he is performing at that high level. And Joe Burrow would be the first guy to tell you that. But now he turns his attention to the other guys. Jake Browning, Trevor Simeon, Reed Sinnott. They're going to be getting reps and snaps uh, that they may not have gotten otherwise until Joe Burrow is healthy and, and ready to assume control of the football team. And um, it's not they're not going to miss a beat. The ship's not going to be docked. I mean, they're out there getting ready to, to play uh, regular season games against two division opponents to start it off up in Cleveland and then Baltimore here in Cincinnati. So it doesn't uh, it doesn't have a very easy start to the season. The season's going to be very competitive. It's going to be a lot of close football games, and quarterback play is going to be a huge factor in determining the outcome of these football games. And the Bengals feel like they've got somebody that can finish a game in case Joe Burrow gets nicked up. And we're going to hear about these guys from quarterback coach Dan Pitcher, as good as there is in the business. You made a great decision joining us in the trenches with Dave Lapham coming to you as always from our outstanding first star logistics studios, because we have a great guest, a very, very knowledgeable guest, a football lifer guy, Bengals quarterback, coach Dan Pitcher. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Lap. Thank you as always. And man, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it was crazy. Everybody's so excited about, uh, Joe's going to, be able to have a full training camp with us. And I'll tell you, I was knocking on wood. I was trying to find wood everywhere. And I, I guess I didn't knock enough because boom, you know, the, basically almost the very next day he has that, uh, has that, that calf injury. But boy, when I first looked at it, I thought, oh boy, I hope it's nothing serious. And it turned out to be nothing serious, but that had to just take your breath away. I know it took mine away. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're all you know disappointed for Joe that he's going to have to, you know, deal with, something again this time of year it's something unfortunately he's been used to doing um but uh we got all the trust that he's going to do everything he can to get back as soon as he can and and we'll anxiously await that time and then in the meantime we just go about the day-to-day -day and and uh work on getting the team better and and that starts with the guys at, at, at our position that are out there right now so uh we're just taking it day by day <clears throat> right and, and zach made a good point he said that in his opinion uh Joe had more July snaps than he's had. And uh, that's that's a good basis for foundation right there. You you feel pretty good. I mean, I thought, in, in fact, we asked him uh, at, at the initial presser after the first practice, how'd practice go to today? And he goes, I thought it was great. He said, I thought I had a, had a great practice. He was performing at a high level, which is totally to be expected, obviously. Sure, yeah, I mean, he... he takes great care of his body um i thought he, he showed up in in some of the best shape of his life and you know these things happen unfortunately i mean you, you know as well as anybody um you play long enough and and you're gonna have little things that pop up here and there so you just deal with it and uh you make the best of it and you get back as fast as you can <clears throat> yeah i guess with that said the calf is one of those areas and I, I had teammates that you know were 
a lot faster than me that would have calf injuries from time to time, whatever. And one thing that I did, I did find that they can be a little bit tricky, you know, and it's almost like if it feels good, give it another week kind of scenario, depending on time frames and everything that you're talking about. But anything, any injury can be, uh, can be tricky, but I mean, it looks like Joe's isn't, uh, you know, isn't something he's going to be able to overcome. Cause like you said, I mean, he's fought through stuff a lot worse than this. That's for sure. Sure. Yeah. He's going to do a great job. And, and our professionals down there, starting with Matt and, and Nick and Dan, they'll, they'll put a great plan together for him and, and he'll attack it like he does anything. And uh, we got a ton of confidence that, uh, you know, we'll have him back and, and we'll be ready to go. You know, when I uh, when was watching what was going on offensively and all three of the wide receivers, your, your trio of wideouts, which I think is amongst the best, if not the best, in my opinion, it's the best, but it doesn't take long to, to call roll if uh, people don't think they're the best. Um, they, they they were operating so efficiently and so effectively with Joe. It looked like they all got better. I mean, if that's possible, because they're all performing at such a high level, including the quarterback, Joe Burrow, but they seemed like they were even performing better. I mean, their their chemistry, everything just seemed like it was a, a, a notch above. Am I seeing things? No, I mean, what you're seeing are uh... – guys that are all at the, the head of the class when it comes to what they do. And when you put them together and they understand each other the way they do, and uh, they're all smart football players, the more they play together, the better they're going to get. It's, it's inevitable. Um, and so, you know, we're just, we're very fortunate that we have as many of those kinds of guys uh, that, that we have and very few teams have that. So uh, we don't take it for granted and uh, but we still push them every day to get better. Cause I think that's what they want. They want to be pushed and they want, you know, uh, coaches that can bring that out in them. And that's what we aim to do. You know, it's, it's, uh, we talked about this, I know ad nauseum, but it's, it's, it's so evident with Joe, he sees the field from sideline to sideline and from line of scrimmage to end zone, you know, as well or better than anybody. And, and he can tell you everybody was lined up and where they started and where they finished and everything that goes along with it in between. It, it It's amazing how sharp his mind is from a, from a football standout, and, and that's a separator. But watching, and, and I'm watching practice, and the quarterbacks are performing well. They're getting the ball out in a timely fashion, going to the right people. But Joe's ball placement is so different; it's so unique. I mean, that seems to me to be a big thing. That boy, that, that's separate. That's a separator right there. He puts it in little portholes. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I think you know that's one of those deals where that's what it looks like to the naked eye, and then you go check the. The metrics, whatever you want to check, whether it be completion percentage or accuracy percentage or whatever these advanced ball placement metrics, and, and he's at the top of all those lists. So when your eyes tell you something and then the numbers back it up, you can be pretty sure that what you're looking at is uh, a guy with elite accuracy, uh, elite processing ability, decision making, all those things. And so that's he, you know, that's what makes us go as an offense. And and the nice thing is we've got really smart confident players right now operating that same offense and and trying their best to replicate what Joe is able to do so that it keeps everybody else sharp um, and, and so that the offense keeps moving in the right direction. Yeah, that that's the thing is to, is to try to try to keep everybody, uh, you know, performing at that at that high level. Don't be the reason that they're not. And, and you're right. I mean, all these guys are, are performing well. I mean, it it's you know, you have to have somebody that if God forbid, there is an injury that is hopefully it's short term. It's not more than finishing a game or maybe another week or something like that, where you have somebody that can do that, finish a game and, and go perform for your second week. And you've got guys that can do that. Let's talk about those guys that are now, you know, having to 
take on a little bit more in terms of uh, roles that they were um, performing at the beginning of training camp and where they are now. Let's talk first about uh, Jake Browning. He's been, you know, this this isn't his first rodeo with the Cincinnati Bengals. Tell us what you like about Jake Browning and how different is he this year as opposed to last year? Yeah, I mean, there's there isn't much not to like about Jake. Uh, you know, Jake's been with us a long time. Jake Jake signed with us before Week One of 2001, the Super Bowl season, and so and he's been here ever since. And uh, Jake's done an incredible job of really um, just being a teammate. Uh, you know, do, going above and beyond the call of just his position as a you know, what has been the practice squad quarterback for the majority of his time here. Um, and in that process has earned the trust of his coaches, his teammates. He's incredibly intelligent. He loves football. Uh, he asks great questions. And uh, on top of all that, he's a natural thrower. I mean, he's he's the, the all-time leading passer in California high school football history. Uh, and there's been a couple of good guys that have come out of that state. So he throws it naturally. He can think fast enough, um, and and he's done everything that we could have asked to this point. And now he's getting an opportunity, and he has to take advantage of that, um, you know. And and we're looking forward to him having that chance. I mean, he was with the prolific <laughs> offense in high school. I mean, is he still the all-time uh, record holder in multiple categories in high school? I, I'm not sure. I mean, if if he's not, he's at the near the top of the list. I think he may still be at the top of the list in a couple different categories. It's crazy. And then uh, went on to a, a career at, uh, at Washington that uh, was was very well done as well. And it, it, it is, I mean, he he definitely knows what he's looking at. It's it, He doesn't seem to be fooled. You know, I mean, he's he's confident in what he sees. He seems to be seeing it well. And he gets the ball out pretty quickly, doesn't he? He does. You know, he, he's, his eyes are in the right place. He's been in the offense now for two years. He understands the adjustments. He understands where we're trying to attack in the drop back passing game. Uh, and he can make quick decisions and deliver the ball accurately. Um, and and so he'll you know he'll only get better with the more opportunity he has, um, you know. And 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 he and Trevor will push each other, and and ultimately will end up, uh, you know, with, with a with a really good option there at the number two spot. And uh, feel real confident in both those guys. <laughs> well, let's go to Trevor, who you just uh, you just made mention of. Uh, Trevor comes out of Northwestern. I mean, this is his eighth year in the National Football League. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Uh, he's 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 played some some football now. He's he's got uh, he's got quite a few reps under his belt. What about Trevor Simeon? What 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 do you like most, or what things? Not just one thing. What do you like about Trevor Simeon? Oh, you know, Trevor Trevor's been awesome since he got here. Um, you know, and and really just I, you know, in meeting him the one time, kind of in the free agency process after a couple hours, felt like this guy'd be great. I'd love to have him. You know, he's started 30 games in the NFL, so the experience, number one, jumps right out to you with, with multiple organizations. Yep. He played very early in his career, so you know you got a guy that's got poise and a guy that can uh, mature and, and take in a bunch of information and they'll go perform, you know, in front of the world at the highest level. Uh, he's played in a lot of different offenses. He's very intelligent. He's a football guy through and through. He's been able to pick up what we're asking him to do very quickly. Um and, and he's got a strong arm. He, he's, you know, he, he's started a lot of games for a reason. You know, everywhere he goes, he, he carves a niche for himself. And um, there's a reason he's played as long as he has. And, and there's a reason that, you know, we wanted to sign him. So 
um, you know, really kind of relying on his experience and the things that he's seen and just uh, what he's able to bring to the room that way. And then, you know, it's it's a 50 50 split, man. They're they're going to get as as scientifically equal possible, you know, opportunity as possible. Um, and, and I think that's exciting for both of them. So. Trevor, like you say, he's been around a lot of different teams, a lot of different offenses, a lot of different schematics, a lot of different terminology. Um, does that become easier? I mean, when you're exposed to it so many times like that, is it easier to unlearn and relearn? Or it's like, all right, well, I've seen these concepts, and these concepts are common denominators in all of these offenses. So just what do they call this? I mean, I, I understand it conceptually. Yep. All I have to do is maybe unlearn German and, and learn French or something like that. Is that, is that what it boils down to? Yeah, that's essentially, that's exactly what it is. The more you've seen, the easier it's going to be. Um, you know, it, football isn't rocket science. There's, you know, every place is going to have their little nuances of how they like to do things. And maybe, the, you know, an adjustment to a certain blitz at one place is going to be different somewhere else, but it's really just about learning the language. Um, and then being able to access that in the moment, you know, that that's the stuff that takes a little bit of time. You know, it's, it's very intuitive for a guy like Trevor to go into the room, learn the offense. He gets it every, he gets all of it conceptually, but you know, very quickly. And now it's just about, okay, now that I'm out there stick, getting ready to call for the ball, making sure that I can now quickly access what, what's the adjustment in this offense. You know, I know what I'm supposed to do, but how, you know, I got to verbalize it. I got to communicate it quickly. Um, and so that's, you know, that's what he's doing right now. And he's doing a good job of it. I was, uh, walking in off the practice field one day and I was just behind you and Trevor just by a little bit. Um, and you guys were into football dialogue, you know, I mean, I wasn't eavesdropping or couldn't hear exactly what you guys were, were talking about, but we, I we heard, we heard you. It's, it's hard for you to sneak up on anybody. Yeah, right. knew you back there. But, but you guys were in a, I mean, a real deep football conversation. It seemed like, you know, I mean, and uh, it, or I, I don't know, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, it was a, a football one on one class or anything like that. But the give and take that was going on uh, between coach and player was was pretty interesting, pretty fun to watch. You know, you guys were really exchanging. It seemed like pretty good information there. I mean, and, and you as a coach, I think uh, a, a big part of the reason for your success is you're open to that kind of thing. You know, I mean, you, you like that kind of dialogue, don't you? Listen, there's there's only so many people that have walked the earth that have played quarterback in an NFL game. I'm not one of those people, you know, so far be it from me to disregard the value of that experience. I mean, there's, it's incredibly valuable. So I can learn as much from guys like Trevor as he can learn from me. You know, it's my job to get him pointed in the right direction and he make sure he has all the tools he needs to execute our offense but absolutely I'm open to those conversations. It's only going to make me better. And then it's going to make me a better coach for the next guy I'm coaching two, three, five, ten 10 years down the road. Um, so I love those discussions. Those guys know when they come in my room, that's, that's what I'm about. Um, and, and it's almost required of them in my eyes to give me that kind of feedback and to have those conversations because uh, it's only going to make us all better. So then, uh, due to the injury to Joe, you wanted to bring a guy in to alleviate, you know, too many throws, uh, you know, for, for Jake and Trevor, and you bring in Reed Sinnott. Give us, give us a little uh, background, a little indoctrination into what he's all about. Sure, I mean, Reed's—he's been with us all of, you know, 72 hours, uh, <laughs> but he's made a good impression since he's got here. He's very smart. He's very diligent. 
he wants to do everything possible to to learn our offense uh, very quickly. You know, he's been in several NFL buildings himself. You know, he came into the stadium in the preseason two years ago and played excellently and, uh, you know, and, and beat us at the end of a preseason game, uh, you know, with a big time throw. And so uh, just getting to know him, really, um, but like what we see early on and, and he'll provide, you know, value, as you said, is, is that third guy going through training camp. Big guy, six four, two hundred. Sure, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's got a lot, there's a lot to like about him uh, yeah. from a measurable standpoint, and uh, he throws the ball well. So, I know we've talked about this before too, and it, it, it's not like you're going to tear up your playbook and you know, and, and let's start from scratch. And, and but you guys do, you know, you make subtle changes, uh, nuances, minor adjustments, and, and 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 all that sort of thing. How much of that went on in the off season and 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 how how many little, I mean, to the to the eyeball of the average fan, it's not going to look any different whatsoever. But you have made some alterations, some adjustments here and there. I assume. Sure. Yeah, that happens every off season. Sure. Um, you see what you were good at. You see maybe what, where were some of the things that were missing, um, and then you you focus your efforts on those areas. You study the league. You see what other people are doing. How it might fit your system. Um, what's worth spending the time on, what ultimately isn't. There's a lot of great ideas, right? There's, there's, you know, great offenses in this league that are doing things that just don't fit us, you know, and, uh, and then there's other offenses, maybe not prolific offenses, but maybe, maybe they have a little wrinkle where you watch that and you're like, Ooh, man, that, that really does fit us. Um, and so you just got to try to be a student of the game and find those things. And we got a great staff. Everybody really, you know, has their expertise in their given areas and, um, so that's what we've done, and, and hopefully we, you know, we've been able to uh, shape this year's offense in a way that's going to allow us to have a lot of success. You know, and I would think too when you're when you're talking about uh, quarterbacks in camp fighting for that number two spot, and then maybe a third if you keep it, or if it's a young guy, it's a practice squad opportunity, whatever the the case may be. I would think that this destination, Cincinnati, is highly sought after because, like you said, you got a great coaching staff. Joe Burrow is a very intelligent quarterback. The quarterback room is off to a great start when you get a guy like that, you know, in that room. The wide receiver core that you're going to be uh, throwing to and the tight ends and everybody from a skill um, sets uh, formations and, and personnel standpoint is incredible. The offensive line is, has been worked on and it's, it's you know, <laughs> solid as a rock right now. So, I mean, the, you look at it as a, as a young core or even a veteran quarterback. Yeah, I mean, let me go get some reps here and I get some stuff on tape. Maybe it's not with Cincinnati, but there's 31 other teams or other leagues. I can really have a good chance in extending my football career by going to Cincinnati and being part of what they're doing. I mean, do you guys find that to be the case when you're out there looking? Yeah. And that's what we pride ourselves on. I know I pride myself on that. And, and I, I believe Zach and Brian uh, feel the same way. You know, we've created a, a very quarterback friendly environment. Um, we demand a lot out of that position, but I think the good ones want to have a lot demanded of them. And, and we, and we do that. Um, but I mean, what an environment to, to walk into, you know, where, where the head coach has the background that he has, the coordinator has the background that he has. And, you know, you've got, you know, one of the, one of, if not the single best players in the league right now is the starter is, you know, who's going to be at the top of that list for a long, long time to come. Um, it's fun. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a fun place to be. I think regardless of position, you know, down the line, I think guys come here and, and, uh, 
if you love football and and you know you're happy to go to work every day doing that, man, I don't know that you want to be anywhere else. Yeah, if you roster with this football team, if you make that 53 man, that's a heck of an accomplishment. I mean, this this football team's deep at every position group. If you make a game day roster, you know, and you're not deactivated, that's another accomplishment you should be proud of. You know, I mean, and then on and on it goes. But the thing is, at the, at the very peak, you got a guy that wants to be great, not just uh, I want to be. Uh, he wants to be great. He wants to be the best ever, and it kind of trickles down. And now you have other guys at other position groups that are like, I, I don't want to just be a player. I want to be a great player, you know. And that stuff gets contagious, doesn't it? It does. There's no doubt. Um, and and you've described Joe perfectly. And uh, it and there's he's not the only one like that right. in this building. There are. There are other guys plenty capable of greatness uh, and who are on their way to, you know, being known as that, you know, for, for the rest of time. And so uh, it's fun being around those guys because, mate, you're absolutely right. Everybody has to raise their standard, uh, especially if you get on the field with those individuals at any given moment and say you have to live up to that bar. You don't want to let those guys down um, and it's only going to make you better. And we've, we've, I feel that as a coach. Um, so it's, it's, it's a good spot to be. Yeah. I, I remember, you know, when had great teammates that, you know, were phenomenal players and have a great year, you know, almost a Pro Bowl year, or even a Pro Bowl year or whatever. And you think, how can they be any better? And then, you know, they go through an off season program where they get bigger, faster, stronger. And it's like, I didn't think the guy could get bigger, faster, and stronger, but, but he did. So, I mean, that's just, that, that pushes the whole bus, man. That, that gets everything rolling. No doubt. Yeah. It's, it's, you want to, you don't want to be uh, falling behind when you're with a collection of guys like we have. And so I think, you know, it, it helps everybody. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Um, we've got a great quarterback. My mind is good as there is in the league. Um, and I'll, I'll take him right now and, and as a starting point, but it's in the AFC. It's amazing. Of the 16 teams, the projected start or barring injury or other foreseen uh, scenarios, 15 of them were former first-round draft picks. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a second-round pick. I mean, it's like everybody has got a quarterback in the AFC. The AFC is so talented and so so competitive. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And then you start the season off on the road in a division in Cleveland, and you get Baltimore at home. Man, the rubber meets the road right away. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> – that's it's the NFL, you know, there's uh, com competitive balance, right? It's the way this thing's set up. It's how it's why the league is as healthy as it is it, because, you know, every team has a chance. I mean, it's, you know, the, there's more uh, one score games than any other, uh, you know, deficit or margin of victory, you know, so it's, that's, that makes for great games. It makes for great entertainment for the people in the stadiums and watching on TV and, um, you know, it, it makes for hard work week in and week out, but we wouldn't have it any other way. So, uh, when you know, everybody has those guys, it kind of, you don't have to worry about it. You know, you don't, you don't worry about this week being harder than the next, you know, every week's going to be hard. And so you just focus one week at a time and, uh, go from there. No doubt. And it's, it's amazing. Minnesota, the Vikings went 11 and 0 last year in one score games an NFL record 11 and 0. that that's, that's pretty, that's pretty unbelievable. And then ironically, they lose by a, a one score in the playoffs in the in the round in the first round playoff game that they played into the uh, to the New York Giants. So it's crazy. But that you're right. That is the National Football League. That's why it's so great.
That's uh, players like the quarterbacks that you have and the coach that you are coaching those quarterbacks. It, it makes it makes it so entertaining, so much fun. Coach, can't thank you enough. I know you're into pads, padded workouts. It's uh, here. It is. Yep. It's coming on now, and uh, it, it's football time. Coach, can't wait. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun, man. It's uh, if you love football, you love this time of year, and uh, we're just going to keep attacking it one day at a time. It's, uh, I love I love seeing this time of year. I love to see the team come together and how it's constructed and what you're doing from a schematic standpoint. There's nothing better, and there's nobody better than you, Coach. Have the best day you ever had. All right. Appreciate you, Lap. Talk Thank to you soon. Thank you, sir. All right. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team.